welcome to the Morning Skate Podcast. I am Matt Moody, coming at you with the final of five team by team, or the final five team by team previews uh, from all 32 teams, courtesy of DJ. This was done for Puck Luck, um, and they were kind enough to share the audio. So if this is the first you're hearing of this, make sure if you're interested to go back and check out all 32 teams. It should only take you, you know a couple hours at one one and a half times speed to go through all eight podcasts um, with all 32 teams. But these are the final five um, due to some timing constraints between, uh, you know, the getting them all done before the start of the regular season. So in this episode, you will hear about Toronto, Vancouver, Vegas, Winnipeg, and Washington. Um, if you're listening to this, make sure you check out the season opener podcast we did for the three game Tuesday slate. Uh, this will be released on Tuesday morning. The slate that we covered, we covered the slate on Monday night. So make sure that you're not, you know, missing that podcast. But of course, this is also relevant for a couple of the teams on Tuesday slate. So um, thank you to everyone who's been listening throughout the off season, and welcome back. If this is the first year tuning in to uh, to the hockey season, um, if you listen to all 32, it should be about an hour and a half. So. Um, you know, go back if you have the time and listen to all of the episodes I've stitched together. Um, and it should be relatively painless to, uh, you know, just get the lowdown on what's happened around the league and some of DJ's thoughts on a team by team basis. But uh, lots more to come. Looking forward to a very, very exciting regular season here um, and another season of the Morningscape podcast. So, with all that said, let's get on it to DJ. Hello and welcome back to PuckLock.com, betting and fantasy team previews for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Coming off of an 111-point season, where the Maple Leafs, honestly, some players underperformed, maybe they're expected. Austin Matthews dropped back to 40 goals on the season. Um, They had other guys step up. I mean, Nylander kind of cemented himself as one of the top players in the league. And John Tavares, I mean, maybe only getting 80 points, a point per game might not seem like that should be awarded too much, but it felt like a lot of people last year were pretty low on Devarez, and he definitely uh, quieted a lot of critics. So still a really good team. They escaped the dreaded round one, but what can we look forward to next year for this Toronto Maple Leafs team as we get to our point projection at 106? Yeah, I mean, again, it'd be a little bit of a decrease. Each is really, really strong. I think that it really, that this comes down to goaltending, um, you know, Ilya Samsonov is 75 to one on the Vesna. It's not like the markets are all that high on him. And it's hard to know if Joseph will going to be a capable backup or not. You haven't seen a ton of him to really be confident in that. So yeah, I, I definitely get it. I still think this is over a hundred point team and they're going to be back in the playoffs. And it's like, are they as good as they were last year? For the regular season. And that's kind of the argument, I think, uh, why they fired Kyle Dubas and, and kind of brought, you know, brought in a new regime. They bring in a, a new, you know, we'll get to the roster, we'll get to the lineup. They brought in some grinders, okay? It could affect their output in the regular season to try to be a more playoff team, um, which would be stupid. But regardless, that's the plan. So I don't think it's that crazy to think they drop back five points. Uh, looking at the sportsbook odds, DraftKings has them at you know negative 700 to make the playoffs. 
yeah, we, I mean, we think they're a playoff team. I, I, I'm just not going to be betting that any of these markets really, though. Um, 106 and a half, though they're right on our line. No, thank you. All around, just a no. I'm not even going to stay very long on this page. Um, most of the Stanley Cup favorites are just priced to oblivion. The Leafs are no different. You know, 21, uh, 21 to zero. Yeah, just plus 2100 is what we have, and nine to one is just tough. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm fading this myself. No, thank you. It's priced correctly, or it's way you can't bet no on a lot of these markets like the Stanley Cup and the division. So you bet no by picking someone out. Like again, no, no, thank you. I'm just going to fade it. Uh, player point wise though, there are some offerings out there for different players. Um, yeah, I mean, Austin Matthews is projected for 51 and a half via the sports book. So kind of going right in the middle of his previous two years. I don't think I'm touching it personally. Like it's, I think it's fine. I, I honestly do think he'll be back up around that 50 mark again without too much of a concern. Um, I just kind of, I really don't know if there's one Maple Leafs player that I feel confident in just because they really are going to all have to play a full time. So Tavares 30 and a half goals. Again, I kind of shade over, but if he misses time or, you know, just isn't quite as much of a focal point on the power play as he once was with anyone else kind of stepping in, you know, it's like, you can just find a lot of holes in the plan. But maybe my favorite then, if I had to, I don't honestly, I don't even know if there's one that I'd say is my favorite. I just, I honestly don't think that there's any bet on the board for this Maple Leafs player points that I think is like clearly a, a major edge just because of the injury concern. So I think I'm fading their players personally, but I've drafted them a lot in best puck and I'm going to get my exposure through fantasy. Um, let's just get to the lines. Uh, so Sam Lafferty, I believe, was traded. So that's that happened right before we recorded this. So just take him out. But, you know, Camp, Reeves, Gregor, Grinders, um, it's really going to be a very top six centric. I really hope they don't do this Nylander third line center garbage. Klingberg might start the season injured. We're still not really sure. There's some question marks here, but I do think the defense is pretty solid. Like I do think they have six NHL defensemen um, and they're going to try to spread the wealth down the middle and try to produce more scoring. But again, like all of these things that I'm saying, and as you look at this lineup and you think, okay, Nylander's not with Tavar, like it just kind of creates to me this like ambiguity of like, is this team trying to become more boring? And if that's so, and it does feel that way, I just can't in good conscience bet Austin Matthews to have 52 goals. Uh, in Marner to have over 100 points. It's like, I just can't do it because it kind of feels like the identity is changing here. Like, they don't want to load up all these top lines and give them all these big minutes. They want Matthews and Marner killing penalties. All of that together just kind of makes me a little bit less bullish overall on this team. So, yeah, I think I'm just kind of fading them with all of that being said. And I like the team and I think that they are one of the better teams in the league. And you don't have to bet on them. Like it's okay. It's okay to be like I, I, you know, there's nothing that valuable here, even though I think they're really good. So, a very long six minute video of me capitulating on um, what I was originally going to kind of say about some of these players, and then realizing live during the video that I'm actually just really not that that strongly into this. So. Yeah, I don't think there's any bet on this board that I'm really all that into. I am very high on Matthew still in fantasy. Like the shot volume, I think will still be there. But 
overall, I really don't think that there's anything all that bettable, but there's a lot of weird alternate markets now. So feel free to send me anything you find and I'll take a look, uh, but I'll get back to you with Vancouver next. And then the final three will be coming out on opening day. So we will be Hello back. Hello and welcome back to PuckLock.com betting and fantasy team previews for the Vancouver Canucks. I feel like a lot of these I've jumped into and I'm like, Oh yeah, this team was a little bit better than I remember. Vancouver was a lot worse than I remember. Uh, only 83 points, this Vancouver Canucks team, as they just, yeah, I mean, they just were never really in it. And it, it felt like there was a lot of promise going into the season. Um, oh, you know, Pedersen, over 100 points. Goaltending absolutely cooked them. You know, Demko only playing, having uh, 32 starts because of injuries is just not going to help. So, yeah, this team, every other goalie that stepped in was pretty bad. Um, Demko honestly wasn't even that unbelievable defensively. They just weren't great. Let's get look forward to the next year, though. Like, hopefully, this team can get back on track because they are a lot of fun. So we have them projected for 92 points, a 10 point increase. Um, I think there's a pretty high ceiling here. I do, I do like this team. Um, I have a couple bold bets here. You know, I, I feel like I've been a little bit, a little bit lame lately. A lot of my my takes have been a little bit uh, vanilla, if you will. So let, let's get bold here. You know, let's not waste a lot of time on this projection. I, I'm not, you know, I'm not going crazy with a lot of these um, team-based bets. I think it's pretty right on the nose. Uh, I, I like the over a tad. Um, I even like it maybe a little bit more than our model. But I'm not going crazy. Um, I do, you know, again, this is actually like not the worst cup bet in the world, though. And, and I'm not going to do it, okay? I have a cup bet. I don't want to give up 10 different cup bets and then victory lap if one of them hits now i'm gonna say i'm gonna save my my bullet okay i'm still saving it it's not terrible though um division not betting you know it's fair but whatever uh where we're gonna get into some couple things is with the players so i am i'm very high-end petterson this year um i think that if you're going to fade mcdavid for the rocket richard it might be elias petterson I know that sounds kind of crazy. There's a lot of guys that you might be thinking there's just, I mean, there's so many, you look at the board, but it's like 50 or 60 to one. And I really think this guy has 50, 60 goal upside. So if you think that McDavid doesn't win it for, you know, maybe he just has a small injury that keeps him out or a big injury that keeps him out, who is going to step up? And what if it's only, you know, 50, 55 goals that wins it? I think in that those types of scenarios, Elias Pedersen is really a guy that's going to start cementing himself. I think this 30-90 had last year is going to be, you know, I think he gets a good bit more than that. You know, it's 50 getting crazy, maybe. I'm really high on this guy. I'm really high on the top six in general from a scoring upside perspective. So, yeah, I, I think that that's one of my crazier bets um, on the board. As far as, uh, you know, he's 35 and a half goals. Um, I like that over. I'm going to include it with a couple things. You can't bet it with anything else. Um, there's nothing else listed on your your underdogs of the world. But like, I understand that Kuzmenko did steal some of his goals, but I still I still think this Pedersen guy is going to be very lethal on the power play this year. Um, we could over the let's get over the lines playing with a very talented Anthony Bavillier, or potentially it could be Garland. I think. They're going to kind of move guys around that top line. Like Niels Holglander as well could see some time up there. I really think they are going to put the big guns out there for quite some quite a good amount of run and just try to 
figure out who can play with them. Um, Kuzmenko proved that he could play with Pedersen. Everything in this offseason has been around Pedersen being in the best shape of his life. And I think he's going to take another step forward. So I'm centering most of what I'm doing around him. I will be including, like I said, that goal over. I did put $10 on him to win the Rocket. Um, and this team, like Quinn Hughes, you know, uh, Philip Peronik, like I, I think that they're starting to put pieces together. You know, Susie and Quinn Hughes, I don't love Ian Cole anymore, to be honest, but Peronik, I think they at least have what is starting to formulate into a defense that can protect uh, Demko a little bit more. Casey DeSmith is just unarguably probably, uh, you know, unarguably a better backup um, than they had last year as well to take some starts. This team, I really, I really am like, I'm higher on them than probably most of the market. I'm not going crazy with it though. I do think that even if you are ultra high on them, you just think like, how does that come to fruition? To me, that comes to fruition through Elias Pedersen being like one of the best players in the world. So my favorite way to do that would be from a goal scoring upside. You could bet it other ways. I think if you want to be as safe as possible, like I'm saying, just that over 35 and a half goals, is probably the easiest way to do it. Like the guy at 39 last year, if he's healthy, he, I think he could hit that in 75. Like he doesn't have to play a full 82. I think he could miss a few games and still get there. So that's my favorite. Um, I would look around for, you know, Brock Besser as well a little bit, just because he should start on the first power play. So couldn't find anything on him, but he seems like a really good rebound candidate as well. Other than that, I think that's about it here. Didn't really notice too much else, but I, I really, again, bold bet Pedersen to win the rocket. I know Connor McDavid would, would have to be not winning it then. Um, but that is going to be my boldest bet so far. Uh, 50 to one, I believe, but it could be 60. If you shop it around, you may even find higher. Um, so good luck to the Vancouver Canucks a team that I do enjoy watching. And I do hope can rebound because I think us teams that are cursed, you know, the Sabres, the, you know, the Leafs, we kind of have to stick together a little bit. So hopefully some of that curse comes off and maybe we'll see you guys in the Stanley Cup. But bring back this logo. Talk to you next time. Hello and welcome back to PuckLuck.com betting and fantasy team previews for the Vegas Golden Knights, the Stanley Cup champion Vegas Golden Knights. Coming off a season that 111 point regular season, they were top of the West. They went right on through to the Stanley Cup Finals, where they eventually won in, I'd say, pretty convincing fashion. Um, never even got to a Game Seven. Uh, took down the Jets, McDavid and the Oilers, the Dallas Stars, and finally Florida, who was on the Cinderella run. While in the regular season, this team, as I said, was very successful. Their top point producer only had 66 points and Jack Eichel who only played 67 games, but they definitely were getting contributions from a lot of different guys. Um, defense very involved and surprising goaltending in the playoffs. Uh, I don't think anyone had Aiden Hill winning the, you know, Stanley cup on their bingo card to start the year, but alas, that's where we were. So let's get into next season. Now and talk about what this Vegas golden Knights team and their fans can be excited for as they come off the cup win. We have them at a hundred points. I think it's a pretty fair number, honestly, all considered like, yeah, they're, they won the cup at 111 last year. It might seem a little bit low, but I, I think it's honestly, uh, 
I I feel like I'm coming in a little bit lower than the public on this Vegas team. Um, I, I'm not saying it's any sort of like a cup hangover situation as much as I still just don't really trust Aiden Hill, nor do I think that Logan Thompson's going to be back to what he was. Um, so yeah, I think it, it's a bit goaltending. They're starting the year without two of their top defensemen, their top four defensemen, that is. And there's some star power on this team, and I think they're still going to be very good defensively. But is it enough? You know, did they do enough to get them to another level? I don't know. So I think this team is very much a playoff team, and 100 might be a tad low comparatively to the public. But we get over to the, you know, the odds. They're minus 600 to make the playoffs. You know, it just kind of feels unbettable at that price. I'm not touching it myself. We don't have it as a good bet. Um, a little bit closer on the division. I still just don't really care. Like I'm not touching it. I, I, I don't know. Are they the best team in the Pacific? Seems very up for debate. I think the Pacific is a lot more. Uh, I like Edmonton. I don't know. Just whatever. You know. I, I mean, it's it's just something I'm not betting. I, I just I think it's just not quite steep enough for me to lock up my money for a full season when goaltending could go awry and a couple injuries. This team could be in tough shape, and they are a bit of an older team. And then Stanley Cup again. Just for most of these top teams, it's not enough juice for me to, you know, try to go for it. So no, thank you. Uh, the over under on them is one hundred three and a half. I do think a lot of people are going to look at that and think the over is really in play. But again, we don't have it as a sizable edge, and I, I just am not strong enough. I think this team is right around the hundred points. I agree. So I'm not going to be betting it. And as far as players are concerned, I don't really know if you're, you could go anywhere that isn't Jack Eichel and feel good about it. I mean, March or so was with him for sure. But yeah, it's, it's like, if it's not directly correlated with Eichel, um, I, I don't buy it myself. And the only offerings we have are Eichel 75 and a half points. I like that over enough. I mean, I know that pendulum swing in our model is sort of saying like, this guy has had a very bad history with injuries recently. Is he going to overcome that? And I think if he plays the 82 games, 75 and a half is going to be pretty easy work for him. I think he's very likely a point of game player. Um, so I, I would be, I mean, I'm on it enough, but I'm not going crazy. I think the favorite, my favorite bet overall for this team, if I had to, like, if you're going to get bullish on anyone, it's say Theodore and our model is very high on his potential to be a breakout guy. Uh, the minute should be there if he's healthy. I'm wearing his jersey today, so got to represent. But I think him to win the Norris is one of the better bets. I think it was like 120, 150 to what we talked about it on the morning skate pod episode. I think that that's like the fun bet to make on this team. If you're going to go that route. Um, other than that. Uh, yeah. I'm not that interested. Like maybe you could convince me Mark stone for Selkie, but I just don't care. I, I think you're going to give it to a center. Um, looking at the lineup, things could change a little bit here. We've already seen that like Comtois doesn't project to be in the opening night roster. Um, there's, uh, Doradana, Dorafayev, I think his name is, I'm saying it wrong the first time. There's some guys that could mix in here. Um, I kind of, uh, also noticed William Carrier is in there twice. I may have grabbed the wrong file. That should be fixed now. Sorry about that. Uh, hopefully the editing isn't too bad. Carlson, Comtois, Amadio, which again, I don't think Comtois is going to be there. Carrier, Wah, and Colasar. That is correct. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, but no, I, it, it, if you look at this team though, and it's just like, if that top line isn't rolling on all cylinders and they're not finding the same secondary scoring, you know, it just, you can just see a scenario where, man, what if this team doesn't get there? 
Uh, we just found out Alec Martinez is out. We just, you know, so it, it's not showing the correct um, update. He's just not going to be there opening night. Could be out for a little while. So Nicholas Hagel move up. Zach Whitecloud is definitely not going to be there opening night. These guys should come back and this will be the top six defensively. But if these guys are out longer term, you know, White Cloud and Martinez, and you're bringing in guys like uh, Patchell and Ben Hutton, just not quite the same replacement level. Like, I see a scenario where this team struggles a little bit early on. Again, I don't like the cup hangover type of narrative. I don't think that's always really what it is. Like, I think this team just could be getting a bit older. Um, so while I like them still to make the playoffs, I don't really want to be super bullish on this team. But everything I said is still leading me back to Shea Theodore being my favorite bet if I'm going to make one on this team to win the Norris. And it's a crazy long odds, but top power play, you know, if this team is still very, very, very good and competitive and Shea Theodore gets some, you know, very good shooting regression, I could see a scenario where this guy does put up, you know, point per game type numbers as a defenseman. It could be in the mix. Um, so, yeah, I think that's enough. Give me Shea Theodore. Give me, uh, you know, Eichel over on points if you want, but I don't think it's crazy. Um, and yeah, this team is just sort of a good team, but I don't know if they're going to be at the same level as last year. So I'll be back. Final two, Washington. And hello and welcome to the final episode of PuckLuck.com betting and fantasy team previews for the Winnipeg Jets. That is right. The Winnipeg Jets coming off of a playoff season. I mean, again, it's like, I feel like, it's been so negative in Winnipeg and everything coming out has been negative. This is the playoff team. You know, they won game one against Vegas look like this could be a team of destiny until they got absolutely smacked for the next four games and exited in the first round. And it kind of felt like, man, the wheels are coming off. Uh, everyone's going to be gone. You know, Pierre Luke Dubois goes um, in a trade to LA. I think they did very well in that deal. Trifley, not going to resign. Hellebuck, not going to resign. Well, guess what? Today, as of recording, both of them are back. Long-term deals. Vibes are high. Could this Winnipeg team be a bit of a surprise team this season? I dare say yes. We have them projected at 108 points, and it's got to be the highest out there. I, I can't imagine anyone's going to be higher on the Jets. And it's very fitting for me, of, of all people, to bring in this news to you, as I've just consistently been high on this team. I like them going into the playoffs. I honestly picked them to beat Vegas. I was very wrong on that pick. I thought it'd go the distance, seven games. Um, boy, no, not at all. You know, Vegas goes on to win the cup. I have believed in this team, and I really hope that this could be the final, the final chapter, the reward I've been waiting for. We get over, let's just move on to the odds via the sports books. And this is, I've already talked about it. You've probably seen it on Twitter. If you haven't, I already posted a bit about it. I find it unbelievable that a team at minus 145 to make the playoffs is 50 to one to win the cup. You could convince me of that, I think, in like very specific scenarios, but not with this Winnipeg Jets team. It feels like a team where if they get in, they make sense to sudden run to the cup with, I would say, the best goalie in the league. You know what? I say that, but honestly, Sorokin, Shisterkin, Hella Buck, it's all right there. But minus 145 to make the playoffs is the same as Tampa Bay after the Vasilevsky injury via the sports books. And they have them at like 22 to 1. So it just seems pretty crazy that this team is like less likely to win the, the cup than Buffalo and Ottawa and all those other teams who haven't been in the playoffs. And 
frankly, unless if this team got substantially worse, which I don't really believe, then I just don't get those odds. So I did bet them to win the cup. It's the only bet I'm giving to win the cup that's firm and it's definitely locked in. Will I probably bet on the Sabres too? I probably put 10 bucks on it. Who's to say? I did bet that. Uh, I'm going to bet their point totaled over as well because I am actually pretty high on this team. Um, we'll get into that a little bit more and some of the reasons. But I think that what it's going to come down to, everyone's going to talk about Kyle Connor and Shifley and Morrissey, you know, an amazing season last year. But that next guy in line, Nikolai Ehlers, that is the guy that catapults his team from a bubble team to a, a bit of a force to be reckoned with. You know, a team that is going to go from, are they competing for the division or are they just going to slip into the playoffs or just miss? If Ehlers is healthy all season long and he is a factor for this team, I think he could be one of the most dangerous players that no one's talking about because he just has not been healthy. I think he's healthy to start the season. I think he had a little bit of a something in, in preseason. They want to play it safe because they know how valuable this guy is. This is a 35, 40 goal scorer in this league, in my opinion. And I think if he's healthy, along with a lot of other really good pieces, that is going to keep this team from not getting worse. Like I think many are thinking, but getting a, a bit better. Um, I'm high on Gabriel Velarde. I thought he was awesome in LA. That's an amazing piece for this team to get. I was always been a fan of uh, Cole Perfetti. I think he's a really good prospect. That's going to get top six run and could be very useful. Um, Mino native writer is no slouch. Like this is a good team. Um, Neil Bianc as well in the playoffs was a monster. No one really talks about that either because he only played five games, but he was really good in those five games. They have pieces here. I think they also, let's just get over the lines, have four very complete lines. Like they can play in all facets as well. And I really think that this team can hopefully, if they just could get, like, I don't know what it is, right? I mean, there's something intangible that goes on in every hockey locker room and every, we're never going to know for sure, but it feels like there's been something wrong in this Winnipeg organization. Just, I don't know what it is. They haven't been able to figure it out yet. And if they can get over that hump, maybe we just took shaking things up a little bit, you know, to get to get to get, to get things going. But I really do think that like there's hard to find a hole on this roster. Like the Mestikov, Kapari, and Barons, your fourth line. You have pretty good checking forwards and Iafalo, Lowry, and Appleton that can play defense. And you just have superstars and guys like Kyle Connor and Nikolai Ehlers that can play with guys like Mark Shifley and kind of enhance Mark Shifley from a very good player to a guy that had like 40 last year, along with a defense that I haven't even talked about yet. A defense everyone was getting high on last year, like getting higher at least on. Morrissey, DeMello, Pionk, Dylan, like this is not a terrible defense. And you can argue the best goalie in the world. I think, you know, I think you could make that argument because he really did keep this team from irrelevancy. Um, not irrelevancy might be tough, but they, he got this team into the playoffs and Connor Hellebuck. And I think you could have made the argument he was the best goalie in the league last year. Um, if that happens again, and we're back with this Winnipeg team having substantially better goalie goaltending than most of the teams in this league. I really don't understand why people are so low on them. And Winnipeg has made me eat my words before. They made me do it last year in the playoffs. As I said, I'm doubling down again. I picked to win the cup. Per the odds. Now, I don't think that they're the most likely team to win the cup. They frankly clearly aren't based on even our odds. But I think if you took every team and you said, what is the most mispriced team? It's Winnipeg. So that's why I'm putting the bet on them. 
And I'm going to come into this year as high as probably most, as anyone is going to be on this Winnipeg Jets team. I really don't think they got any worse. And I think with dealers in a full season, they actually got a good bit better. So that's going to close us out in bold on the last one. I don't know if I have any ultra specific bets, but if I was going to bet anything, it would just be Kyle Connor over on goals. Like that's the guy that I think lifts the tide and, and gets things done. Let me pull it up again. I had it, but it went down. Um, Kyle Connor. Let's just pull up the Jets really quickly. This is great content. My last video, 36 and a half. That's right. I'd go over on that. That That is the one that you can bet and go over on. And that is my final bet here. Kyle Connor over 36 and a half. I think he is going to have a very, very good season because Gabriel Velarde is a very, very good player that's being added to his line. Good luck this season, everybody. I'll have a lot of content coming, some videos, some, you know, uh, whatever the Twitter X thing are, the, uh, you know, talking thing, streams, whatever, blanking, uh, space, Twitter spaces, a lot of stuff coming for all these teams. And I'm really excited to revisit this one in particular. So bookmark it. Let me have it if this Winnipeg team sucks, but, you know, I'm excited. So good luck to the Winnipeg Jets. Resigning Shifley re-signing Hellebuck long-term. Hopefully the vibes are right. And go Jets, go. Hello and welcome back to PuckLuck.com betting and fantasy team previews for your Washington Capitals. Washington with 80 points last year. They came into the year with an over-under at 94 and a half last year. They finished very under with that 80 mark as mentioned. Uh, just a team that, I, I honestly, it's like, where do you go to find a, a major bright spot? Um, I don't even know, honestly. It, it was just a, not a very good team. OV at 42. I mean, that, that there's your bright spot. Uh, everything else, pretty bad. Kuznetsov took a massive step backwards. Um, Backstrom kind of felt like it's over, but you never know. John Carlson suffered a brutal injury. Luckily, John Carlson's back. Backstrom, from all signs of it, is getting back to hopefully what he was before, at least some level. Um Tom Wilson resigned. He's back. So it kind of feels like the band's getting a little bit back together. And yet the market's incredibly low on this team still. So why don't we get into exactly what this team can look like next year? And we have them projected at 86 points. And again, it kind of it's like it's sort of like this pendulum for me where it's like, okay, so we thought this team was good. A lot of things went very wrong last year. They were much worse. These things could be back to normal, at least to our expectation. Um, And this team is still just bad. Uh, 86 is probably pretty fair. I think we should just swing right over um, to what the sports books are saying and kind of go from there. Sports book have them at 83 and a half. So we're a little bit higher. I know Matt talked a little bit more on the morning skate podcast about how he's even a little bit higher than that yet. Um, that 80 to one on the cup is kind of the, that, that thing that keeps coming back to me where it's like, okay, they're not going to win the cup. Right. But 80 to one, I mean, it's just, it just keeps nagging at me. I don't know what it is. Um, I'm not going to bet it. I do think it's kind of crazy to think that this team was definitely a playoff team last year via the, the, you know, the odds. And now they are 80 to one to win the cup. I get it. I'm not going to do it. You shouldn't do it. So a little part of me stinks like, hmm. uh, but other than that, yeah, it's not the best team in the world. I'm not really betting on much with this team at all. Honestly, um, I, you know, it, it's really hard to find something that feels good. Uh, so again, 
slightly over, but not enough to bet. Player point wise, really like Dylan Strom. It's it's confused. I think it's, there's a confusing thing going on here. Um, as well, Max Pacioretty is on here, but not going to start with the team to start the season, and we really don't know what that looks like when he's going to be back. It's just, there's so many question marks with this team. What is this opening night roster going to be? What are the lines going to be? You know, is Ovi going to continue to be a very good player? Uh, we don't even see Baxter on this list. Like, is he going to return? There's just so many question marks. And I think we should just get rid over the lines to kind of go over that in a little more detail. I mean, it does seem like it's going to be Oshi with Ovi um, and Backstrom. Um, Kuznetsov, Tom Wilson, McMichael should stay. It's like you can see this, like, these lines kind of coming together in some capacity. And, and you can kind of feel a little bit of false confidence maybe. And that's what I'm, I'm starting to get with this team. Um, also, I see Pete Rangelo <laughs> listed for John Carlson. Boy, we're coming off the rails a little bit at the end here. That should be John Carlson. I'm not going to try to fix that one. Um, John Carlson, not Pete Rangelo. Yeah, it, it, it is. Uh, I just can't find a good bet for this team. I don't know what it would even be. Like, what is the bet that makes sense here? I got nothing. I'm higher than the market. I don't want to go with any of these unders. I think they're just, you know, I think the market's a little bit too low. But what does that bull case look like? And nothing really comes to mind. Um, I, I, I mean, I guess it's Kuznetsov's back to normal. But that, like, what do you bet in that scenario, right? So I have no bets for this team. This card is wrong. It should be John Carlson. I'm going to move on to Winnipeg and get out and get get done with this. Um, I have a lot more for Winnipeg, and I'm very excited to talk about them. So Capitals, I have zero bets. Good luck. I want to see Ovi break the record as soon as possible. And hopefully we get a couple more years with guys like Nicholas Backstrom playing well. But I'm going to just take off and uh, get to the final card. 